Okay, okay, guess what? I have an exciting announcement. I am going to be launching my very first coaching program. Whoop! I have almost finished my certification as a Christian life coach, and I seriously am so pumped. And guess what? You are the first to hear this amazing news. <laughs> seriously, God has opened the door for this and has been so faithful through, through the whole process. I'm just super excited to jump in and start helping beautiful women just like you. So if this is something you'd want more information about, go to thekingdomdaughters.com and click the link for a free 45-minute coaching call to get you started and to see if I'd be a good fit for you as a Christian life coach. I hope you're as excited about this as I am, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Do you ever feel like you're spinning your wheels, trying to cook, clean, carpool, work, serve at church, have a healthy marriage, be a good mom, have healthy friendships, volunteer at your kid's school, do Bible studies? Need I go on? Today, we are going to take a look in Luke, where it talks about Jesus visiting Martha and Mary, Martha working and serving, and Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, the difference in each woman, and the lessons learned. If you're ready to hear more, let's dive in. Welcome, beautiful kingdom daughter. My name is Angela, and I am your host. A little bit about me. I love my hubs, my three boys, and Jesus, and tacos and pizza. I also love singing and connecting to Jesus through worship. When we meet with the Lord through prayer, reading His Word, and worship, we can understand His love and intention for us. We are His beautiful daughters, my friend. My heart is for you to know God and be known by Him, to let go of the hustle and consumer culture and rest in the arms of your loving Father. So if you're ready to stop achieving and start receiving God's love, then you're in the right place. Whether you're in the carpool lane, working out, or on your lunch break, let's dive into what God has for you today. Hey, hey, beautiful kingdom daughter. Welcome back. I hope you are having a fantabulous day. Yes, I combine the words fantastic and fabulous. This is my new word, fantabulous. I hope that your day is fantabulous. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I love having people over. I love gathering. I love the fellowship. I love people in our home. Um, we don't do it that often as I'd like because space is limited and we are pretty busy with sports and all the crazy stuff. But when we do it, it's awesome and literally fills up my cup. The one nice thing is that when I do have people over, it gives me an excuse to really, I mean really, clean my house. I mean, I'm not pulling out the white gloves or anything, but my bathroom gets deep cleaned, bathrooms get deep cleaned. I do vacuuming, dusting, mopping, stuff like that, that honestly doesn't get done on the regular because I just don't like it. And I have boys, so our house is messy a lot. And not that that's an excuse, but it is the way it is. And I'm just not sweating the small stuff. I want to spend my time and my day doing other things. It's just the way it is. <laughs> However, when people come over, 
I want it decently cleaned. So having people over gives us a reason to do a few things we wouldn't normally do to keep up on the house cleaning. You know what I mean? Anyway, I think that we all have a desire as women, usually, to host people, to be, to have a gift of hospitality, right? And to do it well. I think hospitality is part of our makeup as women, as, women, as Christian women especially. Um, I just think God puts that inside of us. And don't feel shamed if you don't, because not, not everybody does. But I think it is just a, it's a, it's a good thing. So here we are in the book of Luke. We find Jesus and his disciples coming up on the home of Martha and Mary. This is in Luke 10, 38. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. First off, how amazing yet stressful to have Jesus, the Son of God, come to your home. No wonder Martha was distracted by preparations, right? She was hosting the Savior of the world. I can imagine if I were to host someone, quote-unquote, important, I would probably clean a little bit more than mentioned before, (laughs) just being honest. And honestly, I don't fault Martha here. I feel like we each have gifts, and hers was hospitality. I mean, here Jesus is wandering into town with his 12 disciples, and she opens her home to all of them to hang out, and then she's going to feed them, right? That's a pretty big deal. She welcomes them into her home. She desired to serve him the best she knew how, but she took it too far by trying to project her gifts onto Mary. She says here, don't you, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Boo-hoo, tell her to help me. She's seeing her sister sitting at Jesus' feet and she's thinking, why is she being so lazy? Why isn't she helping me with all of this work? She's doing two things here. First, she's starting to compare her situations to Mary's, right? She's hustling and bustling and working and setting the table, preparing for 15 people, right? She is working and cooking and cleaning and doing all the things, and she looks over and sees Mary just sitting there. She's comparing her situation to Mary's, and then she allows it to steal her joy, Because obviously her joy was to serve Jesus through hospitality, through opening her home. That was how she found joy in serving him. But she compared herself to Mary who was just sitting at his feet. That is how Mary found her joy, by just sitting at his feet and listening to him and gleaning from him, right? The second thing is she's allowing quote-unquote good works, to distract her from wholehearted devotion, okay? How many times have you been caught in either of these things, making it about you or getting wrapped up in the doing? 
right? I know I have got caught in the comparison trap so many times. It's, I can't even count anymore. And God has had to remind me. And sometimes those reminders have been tough love type situations, which aren't fun. He had to remind me that my eyes need to be fixed on him. When I stay in my lane and focus on Jesus, there isn't room for anyone else's stuff. You know what I mean? Hebrews 12, um, 1b through 2 says, Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Run out the race that's marked for us. Stay in your lane. Don't look to the left or right. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Run to Jesus. Continually keep him as your focal point, and he will lead and guide you and give you all you need. He's the supplier. We have to avoid prioritizing what we see as the Lord's work, serving our family, church, spouse, etc., over being in God's presence, right? This is the second thing Mary does. She allows her works to distract her from why she's doing the work, the devotion to the Lord. She starts taking that on and comparing what other people are doing, right? We have to stop prioritizing work over devotion over being in his presence. I've also been guilty of this, (laughs) working to earn God's love or get his blessing. I can tell you from personal experience, if your eyes aren't on Jesus and you don't have a good reason, pointing people to Jesus is my reason, for serving, you will just burn yourself out and become bitter towards the work. I'm telling you from experience, I have done this. I remember feeling this way in early the early years of motherhood. Completely exhausted and worn out, drawing literally from an empty cup because I wasn't spending enough time with Jesus one-on-one. I would get to places of complete breakdown, crying to my husband that I was overwhelmed and had no purpose, that he, quote, got to go to work and interact with adult humans, and I was stuck at home changing dirty diapers and cleaning up after tiny monsters all day long, (laughs) right? Of course, when I got a different perspective, spent time with Jesus, and remembered all I was grateful for, I remembered I loved those adorable little monsters, like with all my heart, literally. And I loved serving them. I loved being their mom. I loved staying at home with them. It was, it was important for our family and for me to be a part of that journey as their mom. And I had to change my perspective in that. I had to stop saying, look what other people get to do and why did I choose this for myself when it got hard, right? When things got hard, I had to stop and stop. I had to stop and take inventory and say, I chose this because I wanted to be home with my kids. I wanted to be a part of their early years and raising them and start to see the good things and be grateful for the little moments and the snuggles and the playtime I got with them. I had to remember that, right? It all came, though, when I decided and I chose to slow down, to stop what I was doing, and to sit at Jesus' feet and keep my eyes focused on him. Taking the time to talk with him, hear his voice, be led by him, to worship him, 
not for me to worship him, not on stage, not at church, but to learn to worship him in my quiet times alone, just him and me, learning what that looked like, learning what that was like and getting to experience him on that level. It's amazing, friend, seriously. When we stop and we spend time with him, he doesn't disappoint. He literally doesn't disappoint. And to be honest, it took me a long time to realize the importance of this, sadly. I actually, sometimes I look back and with regret because I know I missed the mark in many, many areas. But I know I just have to move forward because there's no changing the past, right? There's no changing the past. I can just move forward and believe that God's grace is sufficient for all the things I have done wrong and all the things that maybe in motherhood that I've missed the mark. And I always used to pray like, Holy Spirit, fill the gaps. Jesus, fill the gaps where I am missing the mark, where I, where there are holes in my parenting, fill the gaps. And I believe it. I believe that he heard my cries and I believe he has done that. I believe he has healed places that I, you know, made mistakes and he'll continue to do that as I'm open with them and clear with them about my, my, uh, misgivings and my mistakes, right? But once I decided that it was important that I needed to prioritize time with him and I could see the difference, right? I could see the difference between when I wasn't spending time with him as a mom, as a wife, as a ministry leader, and when I was and how different that was and how easy it was to walk in grace and mercy for others when I was receiving that from the Lord on the day-to-day basis, right? I want to share that with you and be vulnerable that it was hard for me and I never, I didn't always make that choice because I want to encourage you to start now. Don't make the, don't make the mistakes I made and wait too long. Like jump in right now because he wants to spend time with you and there is space for you to, to spend with him so that you can pour from a full cup, not from an empty cup like I was doing. Start now and grow deep in love and devotion to Jesus. In verse 41, Jesus says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. I love that Jesus graciously listens to Martha's complaints here. He doesn't judge her. He doesn't put her down. He doesn't correct her. He, give, he just gives her loving instruction. She knew she could run to him with her problems. She knew she could take this to him, even if it seemed petty. And he gently explains that Mary chose the better course in this moment, to just sit at his feet, and listen and be close to Jesus. Be close to him. And he is calling you to closeness. He's calling you and me to closeness, which is amazing, right? He's waiting patiently for you and I to stop cleaning, cooking, running around, and to just sit with him. Slowing down our hustle pace and rest in his peace and goodness. It's here we can learn his voice We can understand his love and receive joy, peace, 
faithfulness, kindness. We can receive his love. I mean, seriously, so, so good. Okay, so my question for you today is this. What is one thing you can release from your to-do list today so you can just sit with Jesus? What is one thing? Take a second and really think that through. And then take it off your list and, and put on your calendar time with Jesus and make it a priority today. And also, I would love to hear what this is, what it is you decided to exchange for time with Jesus today. Come share what you will release in our Kingdom Daughter community. I love that most of you are in there, but if you're not in there, come join us. Go to thekingdomdaughters.com, click on join the Facebook community. It's free, it's fun, it's encouraging, and it's for you. So come join us in there and share what you decided to give, take off your list today so that you could spend time with Jesus. Okay, I hope that you are encouraged and challenged and blessed by this today. And hear me, Jesus is good. Look how, look how gracious and good Jesus is. Martha opens her home, and yet she, she finds herself comparing and complaining. But he just loves her and gently shows her the way back to him. It's so good. And that's how he is with us. He is gentle to remind you and draw you and, and call you closer to him. So don't miss it. Don't miss it today, friend. He is a good father and he wants to love on you today. Remember you are seen, known, and loved by God. Believe God is who he says he is. Receive his amazingly awesome love and walk confidently as a daughter of the king. Have a beautiful week and I will see you next time. Bye now. Thank you so much, friend, for listening in. I pray you are encouraged, challenged, and blessed. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. One of the ways you could help me is by leaving the podcast a review. So if you have a minute, I would love your feedback. Thank you again. You are amazing. Remember, you are a daughter of the King. Believe God is who he says he is. Receive his unconditional love and walk in the purpose he has for you, girl. Until next time.